You're listening to A Walk in the Word, a weekly devotional podcast designed to help you get through the week. I'm your host, Lawrence Walker. You can follow me on social media at lbwalker33. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. For more information about A Walk in the Word, please visit awalkintheword.show. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today's devotional is entitled, Do Your Part. It's coming from Philippians, the second chapter, the 12th and 13th verses. And it reads, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only in my presence, but much more in my absence, work on your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do your part. In his book entitled, You Can Hear the Voice of God, Steve Sampson says, Growth in God comes by obedience, perpetual obedience. In essence, the writer understood that in order for one to grow in the faith, he or she must submit not to his or her own will, but to God's will. People of God, I rose today to inform some and remind others that your individual growth in God requires your personal commitment to seek God's will for your life. The book of Philippians was a pastoral letter of encouragement written by the Apostle Paul to the church at Philippi. In it, Paul emphasizes the necessity for unity in the body of Christ, the importance of remembering the gospel, the need to be Christ-like and sacrifice for others, and to live joyfully, even in the face of adversity. In chapters 1 and 2, Paul tells the church at Philippi that he is grateful for their ongoing support during his imprisonment. He urges them to continue to share the gospel and informs the Philippians that whether or not he's released from prison or is put to death, he will still achieve eternal life with God. When we look at our focal verses, we see the Apostle Paul addressing the responsibilities of the believer. Having already told the Philippians to live in unity and humility, we now see Paul urging them to hold up their end of the partnership. In other words, Paul is pleading with the Philippians to continue being obedient to the Lord and the gospel of Jesus Christ, which Paul taught them. Here Paul, who was writing them from a prison cell, is admonishing them to keep the faith even in his absence. Here in the text, Paul encourages the church to grow in God. When he says, work out your own salvation, Paul understood that salvation is a gift from God that we can not earn simply, but we receive. Paul did not say work for your salvation. Instead, he said, work out your salvation. We work out our salvation by obeying the Holy Spirit who leads us in the will of God. In essence, Paul announces that the working out of our salvation requires humility to the will and way of God. In the text, Paul implies that the sanctification process required the Philippians to do their part. Simply put, Paul urged the Philippians to do right, even though he wasn't there to motivate them to do so. In verse 13, Paul reminds the readers that God was at work in them to provide the strength that they needed. He understood that it is God that enables them to work out their own salvation. God does this through the work of the Holy Spirit that dwells within man, and his main tool is the Word of God. Many years later, the message is still the same. We must obey God at all times and in all situations. The question is, do you do your part in private and in public? Unfortunately, some of us are only obedient within the friendly confines of the church, and then there are others of us that are striving to live according to God's will. 
As indicated in the text, in order to become what God predestined you to be, you must work out your own salvation. This is done by first seeking God's will for your life and then obeying it. Obeying God's will for your life requires that you humble yourself, acknowledging that he knows what's best for you. And if we're being honest, sometimes even when we want to do the right thing, we don't. It's important to note that no matter how hard we try, we cannot change ourselves. That's why we must submit to God, his will and his way. We alone don't have the willpower to change. But when we submit to God, the Holy Spirit who dwells in us begins to work on us. That's why the public and private reading of God's word is vital to our growth in everyday lives of believers. That's why prayer matters. In closing, in order to become who or what God desires us to be requires that we obey his command, humble ourselves to his authority and surrender our lives to his will. None of these three can we do without God's help. One writer put it like this. The first part of a good work is will. The other, a strong effort to accomplish it. But the author of both is God. Therefore, we are robbing the Lord if we claim for ourselves anything either in will or accomplishment. When we ask God to work in us, he will give us the desire to do his will. In other words, God will do his part. The question is, will you do your part? Thanks for listening to A Walk in the Word. To listen to more episodes, go to awalkintheword.show. Until next week, keep walking in the Word.